The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome to Open House. I'm Marissa Kleiss with Team Reba, Remax, Metro Eastside. And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage, where every Tuesday at 3 o'clock we bring information on real estate and finance and anything else that we kind of decide to talk about. It's pretty much up to us. We yeah. Kinda... Well, <laughs> day like this, it's so beautiful out. It's been nice and warm out. I know some people are maybe overheating just a little bit. Wishing they had air conditioning. Right, right. Fortunately for us, we have the good folks from Puget Sound Energy with us today. So we're going to be talking with them in, a, in, in just a minute. So uh, what's new in the real estate market, Marissa? Things are still pretty hot there, too. Yeah? Um, yeah, definitely still a seller's market. So if you have anybody that's thinking about selling, it's probably a good time. Still seeing that multiple offer situation. So, yeah, still a little bit competitive there. We're seeing multiple offers up to sort of what's kind of the maximum price where things are still pretty pretty crazy. Does it go yeah, all it's the right way up? Um, yeah, I mean the medium house price right now is still around the um, five hundred and forty thousand for uh, King County. If you factor in the condos, it's about uh, four seventy five. Right, right, and and we're seeing escalation clauses, so homes are selling still for in, in many cases for more than than what they're listed for. Although, I mean, it depends on the area. You know, the further out you get, you can almost draw a target around. I don't know. Amazon.com or Microsoft, you know, something like that. And the further out you go, then the the easier it might be. So when we get like down south or way north, then all of a sudden we're seeing, uh, you know, the market not quite as as strong and a person's able to get a little bit of a discount on the price or maybe uh, get a seller to pick up some closing costs, (laughs) that sort of a thing. So fortunately, fortunately, we're going to kind of see that hopefully – you know, improve here as as uh, as the summer goes on. We get a little bit more inventory out there, but uh, still. Yeah, we have our new uh, listing down in Bonnie Lake, so that one's a good area. We were down there on Sunday for an open house, and I think a lot of people were out on the lake enjoying, maybe wishing they had a house nearby. So hopefully that'll drive some business for us as well. Yeah, is it right on the lake? Um, it's right in that little neighborhood. It's on a little island, so oh, sure. a couple minute walk. Oh sure, I know the island. In fact, um, th- th- is that there's the golf course is 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 uh, pretty close to that as well. And uh, yeah, fantastic Bloody Marys in the golf course there, or so I'm told. Yeah, <laughs> well, sure. So uh, well, good. Well, that's that's good to know. So I mean, hopefully we're going to see a little more a little more um, inventory pick up. Um, interest rates. Oh my gosh. So Let's hear about it. last week I was talking about Brexit, and and our show is broadcast just before uh, uh, Great Britain had their their vote, and the consensus at the time was that they would vote to stay, not vote to leave. Well, that didn't happen. Of course, you know it's been all over the news, but by by really almost a resounding. You know, uh, Mark, there was over 72% voter turnout for Brexit, which is an extremely high turnout for, for any type of an election. 
And the end result was that 48% um, voted to remain, 52% voted to leave. And um, so immediately I was kind of watching this um, that night and, and the financial markets, the overseas markets and our, our after hours trading markets went absolutely bonkers. And with, with mortgage rates especially, um, our rates are driven by the bond market, not the stock market. And the bond market is driven by fear, um, fear of, of inflation, uh, fear, of, fear of anything. And so what happens is when, when other markets become unsettled, people come and buy our bonds, especially United States Treasury bonds, because they're still considered one of the safest investments in the world. So we saw the, the, um, the, the yields, the interest rates on those bonds plummet you know, in the overnight trading. And so then I'm thinking, well, probably won't stick. You know, there'll probably be some profit taking the next day. Maybe we'll see that go away. Didn't happen. It's stuck. And so, uh, and so right now we saw a, like a 10-year treasury bond um, was uh, yielding up in the 1.7% range. Now it's down to around 1.4, 1.45, some of the lowest root rates that we've seen in over three years. So that is passing along into mortgage rates. So that's good news for everybody that's kind of thinking about a mortgage. It's not passing through quite as fast as we would have liked, uh, though, because a lot of the mortgage bond traders are holding back maybe just a little bit. But um, we're, we're seeing uh, some, some fantastic interest rates right now. So 30-year fixed rates like conforming conventional rates, we're averaging right now um, APRs right around 35 to 3.625% rates. 15-year fixed rates are average around two and three quarters percent, uh, sometimes even a little bit lower than that. Uh, jumbo 30-year fixed rates around 3.5 to 3.625%. So uh, literally some of the, the lowest rates we've seen in, in, um, in over three years. So very, very unexpected, good timing. Of course, now the big the big question is going to be what's happening next. Yeah, what's next? That's what everybody wants to you know. know. So, so of course, England voted to um, to leave. So, are we going to have, um, you know, by uh, Greece maybe Grexit, um, maybe <laughs> Departugal, um, Italiv? What's the French one? I don't know. Frugoff, maybe something like that. <laughs> Check out uh, Austria, Finnish, Slavlong, Latvia. I don't know. <laughs> So we've got a lot of um, a lot of questions going on with this whole European thing and, and what's going to happen um, as as time goes on. But remember that when we're talking about mortgage rates, bad news is good. So um, you know the worse things look for the economy, I hate to say it, the better things can look for interest rates. And uh, so we're we're really going into a period here which is unprecedented. Uh, anything that I've seen in my career, it's really something. So uh, we may be in for prolonged. Uh, low interest rates, uh, and uh, hopefully that that will um, help a lot of home buyers out there. It's not good news overall for for our economies. You know, I, I don't want to candy coat that too much, but you know, the bad news does lead to lower interest rates. So that's kind of the silver lining. You had mentioned that you were going to maybe see an increase in July. Do you still see that happening? Absolutely not. Um, the, the The prospect of a rate increase by the Fed this year. Um, in my opinion, at least, is is out the window. And uh, what do they say? They'll never trust a one-armed economist <laughs> because they can't say on the other hand. And uh, I mean, anything could happen. But but at this point, um, we're we're actually talking about a possible rate cut by the Fed, which is a complete 
seesaw from where we were even a, a month or so ago. And uh, very, very interesting times. Um, we do have some economies that are going into negative interest rates. Uh, Germany has, uh, there's right now over a trillion dollars um, out there in negative interest rate bonds. Think of this. You buy, a, you buy an investment, hold it to its full term, and at the end of the term, you get back less than what you invested. You know, does that make any sense? No, not at all. No, it's a, it's a penalty um, to penalize people for saving money. They want the money, companies and banks, they want them spending that money, lending it out. And so this is a, a punitive way, really sort of an, an act of desperation to spur the economy on. But but we're, we're, we're just really in sort of an unprecedented period at this point. So anything could happen here over the next, uh, over the next few months. Yeah, so. it'll definitely be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, there you go, our, our economics uh, <laughs> 101 today. So, well, um, I would like to introduce, we have three fine guests with us today from Puget Sound Energy. Uh, so welcome, welcome everyone. We have Rem, Rem Hustad. Yep. You have to talk. You know, you no, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And good. And, and, and then we have Jessica Raker. Thanks for having me on the show. And we have Tyler O'Farrell. Great to be here. Well, thank you all guys for being here. Now, you're all with Puget Sound Energy, but you have some different um, uh, jobs that you do. So, let's, Rem, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about what you do for PSE. So, I'm the consulting engineer for our residential energy management group. Uh, we have a large group of programs for our residential customers. I don't want to say it's larger than our commercial. We've got so many different measures that you have on the commercial side uh, for all different types of lighting. but. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the things you think about when you're, if you think of energy efficiency for your home, we have something we have a program for. Some way for for a consumer to save money, increase their efficiency, um, all, all of that. Absolutely. Okay. And Jessica, so what what does your group do? Well, I do have to take exception to Rem's comment <laughs> that we have more residential programs than commercial programs. We have a lot of commercial programs. If you uh, can think of a project that's going to save energy, we can potentially support that project. Okay. Um, I am the supervisor of the uh, building performance team, and our team specifically looks at ways that uh, Customers can reduce their energy consumption through uh, O&M projects and behavior change. And we're looking at sort of the community-level projects. Okay. But in commercial efficiency, we have rebates. We have custom incentives. Anything that you could possibly want. Right, Ren? <laughs> yeah, I meant the volume of products. Because <laughs> you I may have a, like so, you start talking about lighting. You've talking about hundreds and hundreds of products there. sure that's all that's a lot of bulbs there yeah. so and and tyler what does your group do sure so i work in the uh, customer renewable energy programs group and um we have uh two specific programs that uh, a lot of our uh energy savvy customers participate in one is our net metering program where customers can install a solar, solar photovoltaic system on their roof and produce their own energy and uh, send energy back to the grid we also have a voluntary green power program, which customers can pay, uh, our residential and commercial uh, electric customers can pay a premium on their bill to support local renewable and independent uh, power producers, as well as uh, match a portion or all of their electricity uh, with renewable energy that's been produced in the Pacific Northwest. Excellent. You kind of had me uh, say solar voltaic systems three times real fast, <laughs> yeah. and you're going to have us, like, jump. It doesn't really get easy. 
Excellent. So, so three really different perspectives here. Then, so we have kind of home home usage. We've got the commercial aspect of it, and we've got the renewable part of it. You know, dealing with solar and, and all renewable and all of that. So, yeah, kind of fascinating stuff. I'm going to be um, real real interested as you know to kind of um, dig in a little bit deeper on all this. Kind of find out some of the cool things that are available for you guys. So, Jessica, you're just looking. You look like you have something to ask me or something to. Yeah, I'm Marissa. I know did I'm not I say Reba. Jessica? I know, I know. Oh you get God, a little confused. I did it again. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, that's like just hit me on the head. Throw. You yeah, know, I'll just give you dirty throw, looks. Throw me in the head with a water bottle. When we come back, Marissa is gonna lead us along here uh, for more with Puget Sound Energy on Open House with Team Reba. Stay tuned. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's eight six six seven one two thirteen hundred. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Eric Osses from Home Street Bank. And I'm Marissa Kleiss from Team Reba Remax Metro East Side. Guess what, Eric? We had our first caller. Yay! But they didn't want to stay on the line and talk with us. Yeah. I think it's because you're scary. Oh, maybe it might be. David Summers, <laughs> our esteemed uh, producer here, said that Mary called in and had a question about whether it was beneficial for a first-time home buyer to go on to Fannie Mae's HomePath program. Have I got that right? Okay, David's nodding his head. Well, the answer is sure, ab- absolutely. So um, what, what the uh, HomePath program is, homepath.com, and it's, it's, a, it's a site which gives information, good just uh, educational information for first-time home buyers, and also has a list of homes that are owned by Fannie Mae. So if a home uh, was a conventional mortgage owned by Fannie Mae went into foreclosure, uh, then you may be able to purchase that home from Fannie Mae. Not necessarily at a discount, sometimes so, but usually not uh, anymore. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a good source for information. The other source that I would strongly recommend for first-time home buyers in this area is to check out the Washington State Housing Finance Commission WSHFC.org. Uh, they have some pro- a program called Home Advantage. And if you're a first-time buyer and if you earn less than $97,000 a year, you can buy a home zeroed down. And what the Home Advantage program does is it combines either a conventional FHA or VA loan where you have you know, maybe a, a little bit of a down payment uh, with a second mortgage to cover that down payment and some closing costs. The interest rate on that second mortgage, what's your guess, Marissa? Zero, perhaps. You're right, 0.0%. Oh. Uh, percent. So there's uh, actually no 0% interest, no monthly payments on that second mortgage. It's a it's a really cool program. And uh, both uh, Reba and I, our, our regular partner, who's vacationing down in Panama right now, uh, Reba and I do teach uh, first-time homebuyer classes, and we talk about that program. Uh, the program does require you take a five-hour class uh, to get uh, that zero percent down loan, so it's not that bad. I had to sit in the class. Reba and Eric are pretty entertaining. They should oh, have one scheduled. What next quarter? Coming up, yeah, we're, we we've got to schedule as soon as Reba's back in town. We'll we'll do that. And thank you for that glowing endorsement. Come on, people, it's not that bad. <laughs> so you could take that class and uh, sign up. So on with our our guests. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. What questions you got for these guys, Marissa? I want to know how to save money on my <laughs> electric bill. I think that's everybody wants to know, sure. right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. let's start by what do you heat with now? What do you heat? Electric. Electric. Baseboard. Ooh, ow. I'm oil. I know. Okay, so yeah. baseboard's 100% efficient, which isn't bad, <laughs> except that now with ductless heat pumps and other heat pump technologies, you can get into, and I don't want to get into the engineering side of it, but close to 300% efficient. Really? I thought yeah. 100 was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it is compared to some things, but not in this case. Yeah, base, baseboard... Uh, has been around for a long time in the Northwest. Uh, energy was cheap, and a lot of builders put baseboard in. And now there's better alternatives. Um, ductless heat pumps uh, came in on the scene in, oh, maybe 2008, 2007. They had been used in Europe a lot, in Asia, and they were just wonderful. They've been proven there, and they just have done nothing but get better. And so of course you get air conditioning too on top of that. Well, that okay. Oh. So and and when we got this beautiful weather out like now, so so those those heat pumps you're gonna you're gonna heat in the heat when it's cold and cool when it's warm. You bet. And uh, and don't we have just about one of the perfect climates for a heat pump? Um, yeah, we do. The sweet spot for uh, heat pumps is in that forty-seven degree range. Oh, as an average. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Compared to other parts of the country, heat pumps don't work very well in really cold weather. Okay. They work better in, in a little more temperate climate. Same thing on the other side. When it, if it gets too hot, they, the cooling side can be a problem, and we don't have those. Pro- we don't have that problem on either side. Right, right. Well, people will say maybe there are a few weeks that we do. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Just uh, not, not too terribly bad. So, so I, I've seen maybe some pictures of the ductless systems. These are the ones uh, they are way up on the ceiling. Uh, no, they, they usually go on a sidewall, but they're high on a sidewall. Okay. Um, and usually on a perimeter. And their job is to push the air out directly out into a room. Um, there, there can be issues with back bedrooms and things like that. But uh, And they ask to leave doors open. And there are by, ways of putting little fans and bypasses. Uh, but you see. need to talk to a heating contractor about the, You need to look at each situation. So is this something that could be so, so? So if you're setting up a system like that, do you need one in in every room? Then I take it or pretty uh, close to it. No, I would say uh, get them for the main areas. So mm-hmm. in other words, if you have a like a townhouse that would be multiple stories, sure. A lot of the things that they're building in Seattle is townhouse. Yeah, three yeah. Oh, yeah. You may want one in either on each floor. Okay. Um, and then they can work independent. And then Marissa, too. if you wanted, you could probably still keep those those baseboards in you know some rooms maybe, or do some combination of those things. I'm not super attached to those. They're not really good for like furniture placement or you know much else. But I'm renting, so I think I don't have quite of an option. But going forward, maybe we have good, some great rebates, good replacement huh? <laughs> <laughs> for the owner. We yeah, have some wonderful I'll mention rebates. it. <laughs> All right. So, so what else is is really cool on on the residential front? Uh, we have uh, home energy assessments for our customers. Anyone that wants to uh, that's a gas or electric customer, they call us, and we'd love to come out and take a look at your home, uh, assess uh, the home, and determine what the best options are for the customers. I- and if you are a, a gas or if you are a PSE electric 
and get a or gas customer or not PSE electric customer, we will uh, give you twenty LED light bulbs along with that too. So no way. Yeah, oh, wow, pretty because cool. we're doing an assessment. Okay, you bet. On natural gas, we're usually not the electric provider. Okay. Uh, if sure. we are the electric provider, we will. If we're not, so it gets a little confusing on where we have electricity and where we have gas. In Seattle, Seattle, for example, we're the uh, gas provider, but not the electric provider on the east side. No, I, I want my twenty free LED bulbs at this point. I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll have to call City Light. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I, that's it. So Rem said it. I'm. I'm sticking with it. So, so okay. So and and the LED thing is, they're. Fabulous right now. Uh, I mean, I re- they- yeah, they're wonderful. I remember looking at that product a few years ago and worried about, you know, they're pretty expensive. Um, I thought at the time crazy expensive, uh, but the prices were coming down, and I didn't know if we'd ever be able to have programs. Well, I didn't. I knew we, at some point we'd be able to have programs, but I didn't realize the price would come down so quickly and the technology be embraced so as well as it is. Wonderful product. Well, it's it's um, you're not getting the. I mean, you can they they look they just look better. It, it seems like yep. you know compared to the CFL, the fluorescent fluorescent bulbs and all of that. And you bet. And if they ever do wear out, don't they last you know longer than I don't know a hostess point seven so, years? I think is that right? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And then I can throw it away. I don't. I don't have to worry about like uh, you know making a special trip to the to the landfill or anything like that with those things, right? Yeah. Well, and that's like the average length. I think it's thirteen. Thirteen. Seven. Is that right? Yeah, it's a crazy number. So if you got those free twenty light bulbs, those would probably last you the rest of your life. That's. I hope one. <laughs> You're looking at me. Stop looking at me. <laughs> Couple lamps you're using them in. Good heavens, I'm not that old. Oh my gosh! Wow. So okay. So so um, so the CFLs and now this when when you go out and, and do a home energy assessment, then is that the same thing as like an energy audit or is yes. this a, it's it a, is. it's a it's I would call it energy audit light. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. It's not the full. You mean a lot of the folks that provide those energy energy audits. Can go further, mm-hmm. and you'd have you'd have to hire somebody to go to that. I'm level. thinking where you're actually pressurizing the house mm, and yeah. looking for leaks and things like that. But mm. uh, now most of these folks have a pretty good eye on what yeah. needs to be done without doing that. Oh sure, and if oh, you sure. wanted to get that done, you certainly can. But there's a higher cost to have that done. Okay, so what about me? I have a house built in 1928. Me and too. Uh, I have uh, I have uh, I have radiators. I have oil fired boiler. Um, if you had an infrared camera and looked for like heat loss, you could probably see my home from space. So, really, what's what's the best way to start? You know, with something like that. Uh, low cost, no cost. Uh, ceiling things as well as you can. Yeah, uh, is probably where I would go. You need to wrap all your pipes, yep. so the so the heat gets to where it's supposed to on your on and your radiators. Sure, sure. Because um, I love I love the the type of heat they put out. It's just it's nice and warm, uh, and <laughs> and it keeps me cozy when I'm writing the check to the oil company. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> If you like writing those, but uh, I think there's better alternatives. I mean, we have uh, we are the natural gas provider. If there's natural gas, okay. But I don't. Okay, so in my neighborhood, I don't have natural gas. Oh, that's so good. now, what are my choices? 
Uh, your choice. I mean, I'm, I'm, I got an 87 percent efficient boiler. Yeah. And uh, or I go to an electric heat pump, right? Uh, and that would be a little more complicated because it, you don't have duct work. So right. No. Nope. You, you'd have to. It, that's a yeah. That's a complicated. Okay. Sounds like it's a good thing you're moving. I stumped him. <laughs> you I did. I stumped him. So, okay, good. Well, no, that actually helps me because uh, I, I, and a lot of us, every every, it's like with loans, everything's a story problem. You know, everybody's got a different situation. It's always unique and uh, trying to figure out what's the best way. But I, I love the fact that, that not only can I have a, a home energy assessment, you know, done by PSE, but you're not going to charge me for it, right? And you're going to give me 20 light bulbs, LED light bulbs as, as part of Well, maybe. I, it sounded like you had a whole bunch of – you got um, a little wishy-washy on that whole well, 23 no, light bulb you, thing. As long as you're our electric customer because the electric savings that we get on the light bulbs is yeah. how we pay for the audit. Basically. Okay. So, Perfect. Yeah. All right. Oh. Yeah. This guy is about as red as a sunset in Cancun right yeah, now. Yeah, what is so that all we're about? We're putting him on the spot here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's no, that's awesome. So, um, and and if somebody wants to take advantage of that, uh, Ram, how do they do that? What's the best? How do they go about that? Uh, we have energy advisors available, okay. uh, or you can go online, uh, call, or you can use. Uh, let me. Oh, Jessica, thank you. One eight hundred five six two fourteen eighty two. Eight hundred five six two fourteen eighty two. Yeah, okay. I believe that's called PSE. Okay, so just so you just call that number. You say that Rem said to call, and you want your twenty free light bulbs. Uh, yeah. I think if I've got that right, yeah. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, thanks for that. We're going to be back with Jessica and Kyle, giving us more info on residential and green energy. And Tyler too. Stay tuned. Got a question? Call it in eight six six seven one two thirteen hundred. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House. I'm Marissa Kleiss with Team Reba, REMAX Metro Eastside. And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And we want to remind you, this is a live call-in show. You can reach us at 866-712-1300. We'd love to get our second caller ever today, if possible. Hey, we've had calls before, but... Um some of them have been a little bit on the crazy side. So, you know, so if, but if you've got a question for us, it has to do with finance or homes or Puget Sound Energy, any of our guests here, yeah, give us a ring. Um, we are here live and love to talk with you. We'd love that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're, we're back with uh, Puget Sound Energy. We have our, our expert panel here. We have Rem Hustad, who handles our, the residential side. We have Jessica Raker, who handles the commercial side. And we have Tyler, uh, otherwise known as Kyle O'Farrell, <laughs> who handles the renewable side. So, uh, so Jessica, on the commercial side, uh, a couple breaks ago, you mentioned that um, you're, you're handling the, the building side of it and, uh, and that there's, uh, you're talking about um, working with the different buildings and there's, um, you know, trying to uh, give them incentives and both looking at the building. And you also mentioned training or 
a little bit of uh, is now is this like you're out there with sticks? Hey, turn that light off and you know whacking them on the head or how you doing? Yes, that? we have a large staff of <laughs> literally a large staff yeah. that we take with us to uh, hit people who aren't turning out their lights at Perfect. work. Perfect. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Um, but you know, one of the uh, we we focus a lot on providing incentives for efficient equipment. Um, but we also want to encourage people to use that equipment in an efficient manner and to use their buildings in the way that will provide them with a comfortable atmosphere and also uh, reduce energy waste. So sure. the, the figure we use is that in commercial buildings, about 30% of the energy consumed does not need to be consumed. So that's that high, that wow. high. And that's a pretty solid hit to the bottom line of any company. Of course. So I'm, I'm in here and I noticed that it's pretty bright in here. Yeah. So I'm wondering <laughs> if you need all these lights. No, and we probably... I'm, I'm wondering if those are energy efficient LEDs. Okay. I do see that. Nobody move, see... and they'll shut off all by themselves. <laughs> I do see across the hallway that the lights are off, so yeah. that's great. You guys are doing a fabulous job. Oh, good. But, oh, good. Uh, you know, we want to encourage people to, to do that. Um, one of our recent programs is called Urban Smart Bellevue, and we're targeting the downtown Bellevue core. We're trying to work with as many businesses in that core as possible to get building owners, property managers, tenants, and building occupants all engaged in reducing energy consumption through low-cost, no-cost methods. So turning out lights, um, taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Um, let's see, what else? You know, making sure that the set points in the building, so are you heating your building to 74 degrees? Maybe you shouldn't mm -hmm. do that. Maybe we should, you know, think back to Jimmy Carter, put on our sweaters and heat to about 65, 68. Uh, in, the, in the summer, are you cooling too much? Does the building turn off when everybody leaves? Mm -hmm. uh, all, all of that kind of opportunity could really cut down consumption. We're thinking in the downtown core of Bellevue, just taking those little steps could save about 5% of the energy use in the downtown core, which is equivalent to about 16 commercial buildings. Wow. That's that's a ton. And these are simple simple things. What about the the blinds, you know, uh, you know, we get these these hot hot days, hot mornings. I know my office if I if I don't have the blinds um, down, man, oh man, I'll just cook in there. Exactly. So, th so that sort of thing's going to make a totally. difference. It's, yeah. it's you know, smart people in smart buildings. Mm. That's going to save a lot of energy. So if the sun's shining in, uh, then close those blinds on the weekend. If you're mm -hmm. not here, keep the blinds closed so that there's not too much sun coming in and turning on the air conditioning. Um, there's just there's all kinds of little things like that we can do. So we've been uh, we've been t undertaking some energy treasure hunts with Urban Smart Bellevue, which is pretty fun. We went through Bellevue City Hall, and they've been working with us on uh, various energy efficiency programs for several years now, and we still found things. We found some copiers that. Uh, were staying on far longer than they needed to, and some areas where there was some case lighting that could potentially be turned off. So really, it's all about just being aware of uh, your energy consumption and taking small steps. Is that is that something that, um, and, and I know that um, just even a computer monitor being left on, or, I suppose it's a small in itself, but all that really, really adds up, and you're saying up to 5%. Absolutely. So a business owner could save some serious, serious money by just being a little bit better about that. What what are what are some bigger measures that that your group are you involved in in like the the lead program and that sort of a thing? Sure. I you know we don't we pay specifically for measures that are going to save energy. We provide incentives for those. So 
we don't support financially lead uh, if a building is trying to become lead certified. But what they're doing to become lead certified is generally saving energy, and we would provide incentives for that as well. And um, yeah, so we have uh, uh, rebates. So if you're in a building that has a rooftop HVAC unit, something like that, um, that's a popular rebate to get an efficient a building uh, an efficient mm-hmm. unit up there. Sure. Um, and one of the areas of interest these days is really all about data. Everyone's interested in data. So now we're talking about data in commercial buildings. So most buildings have building automation systems that are controlling a lot of the equipment in the building. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those are pretty old. You've got like an old DOS computer sitting in a closet somewhere. Now there's these new systems that can really take a close look at where the building is using energy and make sure that everything is tightly scheduled and working as well as possible. And PSE can help provide uh, data so that you can take a closer look at when your building's turning on, when it's turning off, what's going on on weekends. Uh, so we are, we are entering the big data world. It's pretty exciting. Got it. So you're going to be able to much more closely manage manage everything and uh I, I, you mentioned elevators also. Last week we had, we had um, a, a gentleman on from Otis. Who, that wasn't his real job. Uh, but, was uh, no, that was his real job. job. Yeah, yeah, we weren't talking about his real job. But, um, but, but um, yeah, even now, you know, you punch the button of the floor you want to go to before you walk in the elevator, and then it's going to figure out the most efficient elevator for you to get in. I can only imagine things like that, how much money that's actually Absolutely. saving. Plus time and everything. Don't end up on the milk run, you know, going <laughs> stopping on every floor. So, good. What other cool things you got going on the commercial side? Let's see. I'm trying to think. So, really, our philosophy is that if you have a project that's going to save energy, we can provide you with an incentive, hopefully. <laughs> so, uh, we do a lot of custom projects. So, this is when uh, you're not buying equipment that's just out of the box and it really has to be customized for a building or for a campus. Um, and we have engineers on staff who will work with contractors and customers to do a calculation of exactly how much energy that's going to save. And then we provide incentives um, up to 70% of the cost of those energy efficiency measures. To oh, really for crying out loud. Yeah. So, okay, so it, it really, it would really behoove me if I own a, a building, um, I should I should get with you guys and Absolutely. have your engineers come hang with me and we'll figure figure out what to do. So Absolutely, and new construction as well because okay. when you're building a building is a great time to make sure that it's going to be as efficient as possible. So we have incentives for making sure that you are specking out the most equipment, efficient equipment that you possibly can. How's that, you know, if, if you compare the cost versus the benefit, um, you know, if you're, if you're either, um, you know, re- redoing a building or, or building new, is it, is it affordable? Like what's your sort of your break-even periods for something like that? That varies so much project mm. to project. Uh, you know, if you're looking at the low-cost, no-cost projects, it can be less than a year. If you're looking at some of the more uh, expensive projects that are going to involve integration of many systems, the payback can be, you know, 10 to 15 years. So it's, I don't think I can give a general sure, answer. Sure, sure. Okay. I, that, yeah. That's, that's fair. So if a business owner wants to have their business audited, how do they reach you? 
So the best thing to do if you have an idea for how to save energy in your building would be to go to our website, PSE.com, and the Energy Savings Center um, has a great page with lots of icons. So if you want to save, if your idea is about saving heating or cooling energy, Mm -hmm. um, there's a a button for that, an icon. Um, Same with if you're looking at uh, energy management um, or if you're... um, if you were in the hospitality sector or the restaurant sector, we have special rebates for those specific specific sectors as well. Interesting. So, wait, lots of lots of rebates, lots of lots of uh, free stuff today. Any um, free light bulbs for the commercial end? Oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Sweet. Okay, I've got five in my pocket. Yeah, I I was expecting like some <laughs> cool like yeah. early gigs or something. Is is you know and nothing. Yeah, we came in. You know, we gave you water. You know, yeah. even those are little baby bottles, all right. So those are. I tried yeah. to bring in a rooftop unit, but it wouldn't fit in through the. That door. would have been cool. Oh, I actually sorry. saw one getting installed over the weekend, and I was sort of fascinated with that. That thing is you know the size of a small house, you know, going on the top totally. of a building. So that'd be kind of fun, fun to be involved in. So, well, excellent. So good, good things going on the commercial side. And then we, of course, saved best for last. Uh, so Tyler. Coming up. Yeah. Tell us, about, uh, tell us about the renewables. What does that mean? Sure. So it means uh, there's a lot that goes into it. I would say, first off, that, you know, Puget Sound Energy, I think Rem, Jessica, and myself can all agree that the cheapest form of energy efficiency is conservation. So I feel like I spend half of my life chasing my kids around, turning off lights that have been left on in their house. And I need a toilet flusher too. Yeah, come to think so, of So, <laughs> you know, and there's a, there's a lot of really good energy efficiency programs that we just heard. And, you know, all these rebates that, you know, we talk about on the commercial and residential side, a lot of those can add up to uh, one day making a big purchase, and that would be to purchase your own uh, energy source that you can place at your home uh and uh, start having Puget Sound Energy write you checks for uh, the energy that you produce and also earning kilowatt hour for kilowatt hour credits. So there's a lot that goes into our renewable energy programs. We've got a a nice little suite that can uh, uh, match up to a couple customers' demands. So happy to talk about those. Definitely. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us. Oh, so, yeah. So, so how does how does PSE kind of fit in with that? Because I know there's private vendors that can that can help you with, with solar systems. So you're involved in that as well. Yeah. So that's under my umbrella. I don't specifically work on that program. But, um, you know, my colleagues, CJ, Melissa, and Heather, they are part of that program. Uh, we have a contractor alliance network that our renewables group is a part of. So if a customer calls in and is interested in uh, installing a solar photovoltaic system on their roof, um, they can contact our energy advisors and they'll put them in touch with a contractor and they'll go through all the process permitting that's associated with it. Mm-hmm. They'll do an energy analysis, figure out you know, what, uh, how much energy do you use on an annual basis and what size system uh, do you have? So we can price that out as well. I'd love to learn more about that. Hold that thought. We'll do. When we come back, we're going to have more on photovoltaic systems, apparently. <laughs> so stay tuned for Open House with Team Reba. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Marissa Kleist from Team Reba at REMAX Metro Eastside. 
And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank, where um, we have some guests here from uh, Puget Sound Energy and uh, lots of good information. So from what I'm getting from our, our discussion today, we've got free assessments. We've got, um, you know, rebates. We've got lots and lots of help and assistance to kind of help people save as much money on their, their energy bill, both uh, people and, and companies. And, uh, and, and just kind of that's going to do better for everybody all around. So, um, and Tyler, um, so, so on the, on the renewable side of it, um, I guess I've got a few more questions on, on how that all works. So I want to set up a, a solar system. Let's say I, I'm actually thinking about this myself right now. Cause I've got a, I've got, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell the old, you know, 1928, you know, house and, uh, maybe buy one that actually has insulation and, uh, and that sort of thing. And, uh, and I'm gonna buy a house with a southern exposure. Good place so to start. What do I do? How do I, how do I just figure this all out? Yeah, it can seem daunting at first when you're getting involved with a project like this. Like any project, it's, you know, a lot of, uh, it's a lot, it, it can involve some money, it can involve a lot of different parties, it can involve permitting, it can involve uh, the utility as well. But we want to try to make it as easy as possible for the customer to partici- participate in these programs. So with the solar, for example, um, this, the first place that you want to start is just give PSE a call, and we want to make this as easy as possible for the customer. Um, so we'll put them in touch with a list of contractors, uh, you know, two or three in their area, start with a pretty simple low number. Um, each of those contractors have been verified and vetted by us. We've worked with several of these contractors for over 10, 15 years. They've been in the business for a long, long time. And what they'll do is they'll basically come out to your house and they'll do a small assessment. How much, uh, how many panels can we put on the roof? How much energy are you looking to offset um, on your power bill, on your electric bill? And then basically they'll give you a price and then they'll uh, look at, you know, payoff period. They'll look at uh, the, the credits that you're going to get uh, on a kilowatt hour for kilowatt hour basis um, from PSC. They're going to look at... Um, the payment that you're going to receive from the state on an annual basis. There's a very uh, lucrative incentive uh, that the state of Washington offers. Mm-hmm. That's our production metering program. Uh, we encourage all of our uh, solar participants or wind participants uh, to take advantage of it. They'll basically pay you for every kilowatt hour that you produce, no matter if you use it or not, uh, up to about $5,000. So uh, that's a very uh, hmm. good program for uh, customers to participate in as well. Um, and then after that, uh, it's permitting and installation, and um, we'll come out once we have the go-ahead from, uh, you know, the electrician uh, that had set it up. We'll go out there and we'll pop in a new meter for you, uh, and then we'll be, you know, in the business of making your own energy. And so, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So there's a lot of reasons why customers want to participate in a program like that. Um, they like the technology. They're, you know. Uh, very environmentally conscious. They want to produce their own power. They don't, uh, uh, you know, they just like the tech, whatever it may be. So um, it's a wide variety. You know, that's that's the part that's appealing to me. I, I was um, reading an article over the weekend, and, you know, um, a guy who has a solar set up on his home, he is able to generate enough power to 
charge up and get about 3,000 miles uh, a month out of his Tesla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and then he can take that all-electric Tesla down to the racetrack and run 11 second quarter miles. What a world we live in, you know, where that's all, all done with renewable. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Soup to nuts, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So what about uh, now, and kind of speaking of that, I've, I've seen these, um, these ads or information now on these battery arrays. So you like a whole house type battery system. So solar is only good because well, you got to store the energy somehow, right? You're either using it or it's it's gone or does it go back in the grid? So are, are you involved in that also where you can sort of store up the energy? So uh, we do have a few. So we have about 4,000 customers that are producing their own energy and uh, putting it back on the Puget Sound Energy's grid. A very, very small percentage of those customers have a battery backup system where they're storing it onto battery power. So if a in an event that the power does go out, they have their battery backup to run their, you know, dishwasher or hair dryer or TV, whatever it may be. Sure. So the energy storage, uh, obviously, it's coming a long way now that Elon Musk is obviously right. the smartest person alive, and we should have him solve every problem that because <laughs> he's just a brilliant guy. Anyways, um, so where I was going with that, um, we do have. Uh, PSC's net metering program operates, we like to think, the grid as the backup. So anything that you uh, produce via your own solar system, you will use that first. Anything you don't use, that'll go out to the grid, but you will you, it will create a bank for you. I see. So you have these beautiful, long summer days where you know the sun's coming up at 5 a.m. and the sun's going down at 9.30. Your solar array is just producing a ton of energy at that sure. point. And then you move into the winter months when you're only getting... Yeah, perhaps eight hours of sunlight if you're lucky a day. At, at, if, yeah, if, that's a week. Yeah, yeah if you're <laughs> if you're lucky, um, and then you start eating into that bank, and then the net metering uh, uh, program operates on an annual basis. The calendar year, the net metering year ends in April. So hopefully, by the time that the end of April rolls around, your bank is back down to zero, and you can start building it up again. I see. When those, so we we try to time it. Just right. You got the volt bank going there. Exactly. So, so very cool. So uh, I, I didn't realize that. So and, and and there really is a situation where if you're generating enough power, your your meter's actually running backwards, right? Yeah. So we won't install your your meter. Technically, won't run backwards. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah, I, look I know that. you want to yeah. see it run backwards, yeah. but unfortunately, they're digital and. They will just we, all right. we keep all the accounting right on our end. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Very cool. So okay. So apart from so the in the solar is really the the main thing. I I, I have a, a cousin who's really into this, mm-hmm. and he also has the it looks like thermos is up on the side of his house. So he's heating his water mm-hmm. as well. Sure. And he's you thought I was going somewhere else with that, Jessica, didn't you? Yeah, no, no. Now it's not a meth lab or anything like that. So no, it's <laughs> I just you were uh, talking about wind. Oh, that no, 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 no wind. Um, but uh, is that something else that can be done in conjunction? I know my cousin's doing it, but he's kind of out there anyway. So. Um, but but I know he's looking at. I think he spends about seven bucks a month overall for his complete energy bill. Yeah. So we do not offer a rebate on, um, <sighs> no you know, solar thermal heating or anything <laughs> like that. Um, but we, you know, if if that's something you would like to pursue, please go, go ahead, ahead and knock do yourself that. out. Go ahead and knock yourself out. Yeah. So about uh, I would say somewhere in the neighborhood of ninety eight percent of our 
net and production metering customers, our solar uh, yeah. PV customers. Um, we do have a small uh, number of customers out in uh, Clay Ellum in Ellensburg that have their mm -hmm. own wind turbine on their uh, property, which is a very uh, a, a good place to place a uh, wind turbine. Yeah. Um, we will have customers that, you know, call in from uh, downtown Bellevue or Kirkland and say, I've got a, I've got enough wind here to power my whole house. And we just want to make sure the customer is making the right choice with their energy dollars. So I would try to steer them in the direction of uh, putting solar on their home if that's what they were going to do. Okay, so nope, uh, Tyler doesn't like the wind. Uh, no. I didn't say that. Yeah. No. Uh, I would just I, I just want to make sure when you're making that kind of investment, make sure that you're going to get uh, the most of bang course. for your buck. No, it makes perfect sure. sense. What about Tide? When are we going to get that? Oh man! Well, we here's okay. So there's been a lot uh, of information about Tidal, and I think Tidal is great, and I love all sources of energy. But um, we know that wind is a cheap and abundant resource, and um, we're banking, uh, you know, we have Puget Sound Energy has three wind farms. There is Hopkins Ridge, there's our Wild Horse Wind Farm, and there's our lower uh, Snake River Wind Farm. We are the second largest owner and operator of wind energy. Um, I'm a big believer in wind itself. It's, it, it's just easy to install. There's, you know, limited uh, transmission issues that are, um, that you would find with something like tidal energy. Mm -hmm. Um that's where I stand Got on it. Okay. Awesome. And if somebody needs uh, has questions for you, we can get you at PSE. PSE.com slash renewables. Fantastic. Well, Marissa? Well, that was a good show, Eric. Well, we thank really you all. We really enjoyed having our guests from PSE. Hopefully, people got some good information on renewable and how to conserve. All right. Join, join us next week, 3 o'clock again, every Tuesday, Open House with Team Reba. Thank Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.